Hello and welcome to another episode of Liberty Music PR's podcast. If you have any questions or things you'd like to share with us, please don't hesitate to DM us on any of our social media channels at Liberty Music PR. Hello, hello and welcome to Liberty Music PR's podcast. And if you haven't heard my voice before, that's okay because B isn't available right now, but... My name is Josh Abraham. I am one of the publicists at Liberty Music PR. And one of the things I want to talk about within this podcast and within these podcast series is disability and mental health issues and all these things surrounding this industry that is kind of a taboo in a way. And the beautiful thing about this podcast is we've had some amazing guests over the time we've been doing this podcast. And I'm delighted to have an amazing guest today. And uh, well, she might as well introduce herself. Yeah, hi there. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Um, I'm Hannah Thacker and I am the head music PR at Latch Media and I'm also um, an editor for a lovely blog called The Most Radicalist. Amazing, amazing. So um, I, I wanted to sort of tell you a story of mine um, and I wanted to sort of get, hear your thoughts on it because um, when I was at university, I, I had a friend who also had the same disability I have, so I have epilepsy. And the, my friend also had epilepsy and we had very contrasting ideas about how we talk about them. And so I'm, I'm very honest and open about my disability and the struggles I've had with it, whether it's seizures or if it's in mental health side of things. Whereas my friend was very, she didn't want, she, uh, she was very quiet about him. She didn't, she didn't tell the university about it. She didn't, she didn't tell her employers. Um, she had epilepsy. She was very scared at the idea of anyone really knowing that she had epilepsy. And I wanted to sort of get your opinion, Hannah, because you, you have an, an invisible disability like, like I do. And I want to sort of, first of all, have a, get a rough idea of what it's been like for you having an invisible disability, but also get your opinion on why you think people may, might not want to talk about it and might want to hide their disabilities in some way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're two enormous questions and I think our experiences are probably going to be quite different um, because my condition and I'd probably say condition more than disability because I don't class myself as a person with a disability um, is uh, a lovely thing but with a catchy title that is ankylosing spondylitis and it's a um, chronic inflammation disease similar to arthritis and it's typically diagnosed um when you're in your teens and early 20s um sometimes later because it's really um still misunderstood even even by doctors I sometimes go and they're like I've never heard of that before and I'm like well that's a <laughs> I'll teach you a thing then um and yeah to pick it up I guess one thing that might might come up is that people don't want to talk about their their conditions or disabilities because it can be quite traumatizing it can be um quite an emotional labor to have to explain what you go through every time you speak to someone i guess that's one side of it um and perhaps also a fear of facing stigma and discrimination and also making people feel a bit awkward i don't know if you ever get that where you tell someone and they sort of like shrink into themselves and they're like oh okay i don't really want to know more because that sounds horrible I don't know. Have you ever had that? I've th- there's definitely been an awkwardness whenever I've mentioned that I have epilepsy, and um, you know I- I've had to sort of go on a little bit of a spiel about how 
it affects me and how it might affect my job and all that type of stuff but yeah, yeah there's definitely an awkwardness there I do agree with you yeah so, uh, I don't really I don't really have all of the answers for why a person may choose to hide their particular condition or disability I mean aside from that one experience have you found it in other workplaces maybe where you've been more open to it and other people have really shied away from it i've had a mixture of both i mean positive and negative at the same yeah. time so you know for example at liberty i was very when i went for the interview here at liberty i was very honest and open about it i just i said to our founders you know I have a disability, I might be slower than normal, uh, you know, I have half a brain that's epileptic, which means I have half a brain that doesn't work, so that basically means that I'm going to be a lot slower than every other publicist on the team, I'm going to be a lot slower than the A&Rs, I'm going to be a lot slower than everyone else, because I've still got, I've got, I've got to try and, I'm, I've got to work twice as hard to keep up, mm-hmm. basically, is, is the majority of my life, so I was, you know, and there was a very positive reaction from uh, from Liberty, sort of saying, oh, "It's fine, we've got you, we'll support you." Uh, but I've also had negative experiences where I've had people verbally abuse me for, for being too slow uh, in the career. So I'll, I'll give you an example, and I won't name names just uh, for legal reasons. But mm-hmm. um, I, we, I was working on a music festival um, in Southampton, and it was going really well. And it was very all last minute. We got the funding together very last minute. Uh, we actually thought we were going to have to cancel it. It was that, it was that last minute. And um, we got all the funding together. We started putting all the production together. I was part of the promo team um, as part of, you know, as getting all, everything together, basically. And uh, one of the, found, uh, one of the um, partners involved basically took over everything and decided it was his festival, not ours, and all that type of stuff. And it was very uh, toxic in that way. And he basically sort of sent, uh, me and my manager a very uh, abusive, uh, verbally abusive uh, message, sort of saying, um, let's say certain swear words. Let's put it that way. Um, and one of the things he said was that my I was way too slow for someone of my age, and um, all these type of stuff. And he knew I had, I had a disability as well. So uh, I've seen the positive sides of having a disability in this industry, but also having the negative sides of this industry uh but i mean i've also seen it in in music venues where you, you know where you have um you know we we, we have physically uh, say with people whether whether they're in a wheelchair or if they have a um or anything else that work to aid them to get through a day uh and, and they've got struggles accessing the the venues i mean have you seen that in person hannah or, or when, when you go into a gig have you seen anyone struggle in that way just out, just out of curiosity I mean, 100%. So it's quite interesting that you bring up festivals because I also have experience working at festivals. I've worked for the Warehouse Project and Park Life Festival here in Manchester for the past uh, three years. It should have been four, but obviously everything's been put on hold this year. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually became my responsibility after a time to issue um, disability response or accessibility responses is, is, is what they're uh, called actually and um and you know make sure that people knew where they were going but that actually wasn't in my original job description it was something that i took on myself because there is no dedicated coordinator for accessibility you know you're just given a wristband and you're sent on your merry way and i've had it myself where i don't always need an accessibility um pass but on the occasions that i do because i'm having a flare-up 
I'm kind of just giving it and they see that I am not uh, using crutches or in a wheelchair and they assume that it's something that I can handle myself. Um, but actually me like walking through a crowd, being bumped into, having to walk upstairs when I can like barely stand is really awful. And there is, it's just like, there is no one there to help you at all. I think that is something that really does need to change incredible because even though there's that area it's often you know miles away and up some stairs and you don't know where the ex uh the toilet's off you don't know where the escalator is elevator sorry <laughs> and um i think there's definitely still an ableist lens on music venues and festivals in particular mm. yeah i mean having experienced all that i mean have you seen have you know have you ever been in a in a festival or in a venue where maybe they don't even have a, a disability toilet or anything like that or even an elevator to get people up i can't say that i've noticed it personally because my um experience there has been limited in terms of what i what i go to but you know the amount of times that um a venue doesn't have a ramp and only has stairs and only has standing room there is no chairs where you can have a decent view um <clears throat> i think is probably more often than not the case yeah i mean it's um i i used to work at a i don't know two venue where they had the toilets you know mm -hmm. they didn't separate toilets but there was no you know as you said it was just a stairs. there was no way of um, you know, if you had, if you were in crutches, or if you if you were in a wheelchair, they had a separate ramp uh, in the middle of of the of stage uh, area where, you know, if you on if you were if you wanted to, if you were disabled, uh, you could you were allowed to go on that ramp, and it was basically an elevated ramp where you had a better view of the staging area. But that was kind of their only their only answer to helping disabled people in that way. There was no even when they were asked. To bring in an elevator, they, they, the excuse was, "Oh, well, the building, the building's too old mm. to fit an elevator, or an escalator, or something, or something like that." I, I mean, just out of curiosity, what would you, in your opinion, how would you uh, help improve those type of venues, if you could? Um, well, without being in construction, I think I'd go back to my earlier point of saying that we need a dedicated accessibility coordinator. It shouldn't be a responsibility on the list of someone that's already doing a thousand of things and can't give the time to show someone around and show them what the accessibility points are um and even sometimes you don't even have that it's just a person at the box office hands you a wristband um and maybe more information on websites that you can go on you can actually research for yourself where where those points are for you um yeah i think that would be my main thing rather because i understand there may be some structural issues with places that you can't change um but don't advertise yourself as an accessible venue in that case as well yeah definitely i mean i know when i used to work at that venue there were also issues of uh people with invisibility uh, within uh, with invisible disabilities and conditions not being taken seriously for example mm. i remember when i would i sat a couple um at the at at um, at at seats and they said oh can we 
can we change to this certain seat because it's we both have heart conditions so it'd be better if, if we need to go out the venue it'd be easier for us to just to leave rather than having to you know um, go through a different uh, about 10 different people to get out uh, onto, onto the aisles mm. so I said, absolutely yeah no problem and I sat them there I turned around and five minutes later they're moving up to it they've, they've gone back to their original seats because some people have uh, told them that they're not disabled and that they should get out their seats for example so have you seen that where people have you know with, with invisible you know, people like us who have invisible visible disabilities aren't taken seriously well, I think that's definitely a societal issue that there isn't enough representation that we don't talk about the fact that these conditions exist. And if they do, it's an old person thing. They don't think about it for a young person that looks relatively healthy. Um, so I think that's a wider societal issue, but the way to tackle these things is of course with representation. and it's not a simple thing when you consider invisible disabilities or conditions um, because it's not visible obviously you can't simply use an image of someone um, so it has to be a much um, deeper conversation in order to get that message out there and obviously uh, I've kept an eye on things in terms of that and I've noticed two instances recently when ankylosing spondylitis in particular has been the topic of representation in the music industry and in the media um, and it's kind of it's kind of a cringy reference but did you see the film last year called The Dirt about the band The Motley Crew? I did yeah I think, <laughs> I think one of the guys uh, featured was I think I think it was on The Voice uh, Max Milner I think he was but yeah I, I saw it yeah it was an interesting one for sure You are currently listening to a Liberty Music PR podcast This podcast is proudly sponsored by Sennheiser and we're taking you on a quick break to tell you a little bit more about this Sennheiser is a leading brand in the design and technology of audio and recording devices ranging from noise cancelling headphones to studio mics to find out more about how Sennheiser can support your creative practices and enhance your listening experience through hi-fi audio devices, then check out Sennheiser.com. Now, back to the podcast. Um, I think one of the guys' features was in The Voice at some point, but uh, yeah, it was an interesting film, wasn't it? It was, it was certainly uh, an experience watching that film. Um, but one thing I noticed was the guitarist um, Mick Mars and his experience with ankylosing spondylitis was actually really well represented and you saw his like daily physical struggles he wasn't able to go out after with the band and and enjoy uh, all of the rock and roll lifestyle because he was struggling with pain every day mm. um, so I think that's one side of it maybe it's a it's a more of a pessimistic bleak version um, and then on the flip side We've got a person like um, Dan Reynolds, who's the lead singer of Imagine Dragons, who's mm. also been diagnosed with ankylosing spondylitis. And he's really become a spokesperson for it, talking about the realities of being on tour and having a chronic pain condition. Um, and also setting up a, I think, I suppose you might call it a charity, um, 
it's called um, Monster Pain in the AS, uh, just to raise awareness of it as well. That's awesome. That's cool. I mean, I know as, as you're the head, um, head of PR at Latch, what are you doing to help help the representation of disabled people, uh, people whether it's invisibility, uh, invisible disabilities like us, or if it's physical ones, or if it's mental health issues? What are you doing that maybe listeners can think of? Um, yeah, well, we recently launched a mentorship scheme at Latch Media, um, which we've called Open Door. And we really advertised it as a way for people um, of marginalised voices um, to come through and get some extra experience. Um, so we really wanted people from BAME uh, backgrounds, LGBTQ plus I, plus I, I plus. <laughs> Um, people with disabilities and uh, women as well and unless someone's told us that they have um, a condition we don't actually know if anyone on our current team of 12 mentees um, is a person with a disability but I think that's part of it is that people don't really come forward and say because they're afraid of the backlash so I hope that you know as the head of, of PR at the company that me talking more openly about my experience which is only one small slice of a very very big pie um will encourage people to to talk about it more and understand that there are safe spaces out there for people and that people are always a lot more understanding than you think you know we we definitely have both had it where there's been that one experience that sticks in the back of your mind and it's kind of you don't want that to happen again um, but the majority of the time, it's really positive. That's awesome to hear. That's, I mean, it's it's not. Well, I mean, it, it, it's a twofold, really. It's awesome mm. to hear that a company like Latch are giving that platform out for people who have disabilities and etc. Like that, who who have a safe space to talk. But it's also one of those things where it's a shame that people aren't talking about it because you know, in, in my personal opinion, I've I've thought this throughout my entire life, which is I personally think that disabled people are stronger. Than your average average person because you know for an average person they wake up um, get out of bed in the morning and that's one step. Mm. Whereas people like us um, and people with physical disabilities, there's about 10, 20 steps. There's maybe 10 steps mentally, 10 steps physically to even get out of bed. So it's awesome to hear that someone like uh, a company like, like Latch are doing their best to at least try and help with the representation uh, in this industry because I I don't see it too often from the major record labels and the major PR companies or the major um, magazines and stuff. I mean, have you seen that at all, like in terms of representation? Not that I know of at all. And I think this is definitely because there are still conversations that need to happen and people are not being open about it. I think it took a conversation around how we can improve um, diversity at Latch Media for for me to say, by the way, guys, you know this already, but I'd be happy to talk more about ankylosing frontalitis. And then our other PR, Keely, was like, I'd be happy to talk about my experience with IBS. And then our radio plugger, George, was like, I'd be happy to talk about my experience with dyslexia. And all of a sudden we were like, what? We're like a majority of people with these conditions that sets extra obstacles in our life and we've come over them and we're like doing something different in the industry. And I think, that's where you'll find 
I hope anyway that people like this also are able to find a place in major companies and labels but at the moment it seems like there is a more of a solidarity in the independent sphere. Yeah I definitely agree with that yeah because uh, I think I've always said that uh, you know if you look at the the top execs at I don't know, Sony Music or someone like that. You don't, I mean, at, at least from, uh, you know, looking at them, you don't see the physical disabilities. You don't see anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I think just doing like, even, even if they did what you've done, which is, you know, just have a conversation internally and suddenly you have people coming out with, oh, I've got this disability, I've got this condition. I think that that's probably the, the biggest sort of conversation we could have, you know, because it, it, it gains, I mean, e even when, I was talking to um, people, uh, our, our podcast team and everyone at Liberty about my disability and my experiences. Mm -hmm. People were immediately saying, oh, well, you know, that's crazy that you've been through that. And I appreciate you talking about that. And I think even if someone doesn't have a disability or had, doesn't have a condition, it opens up people's minds. It's the same with what's going on with, with George Floyd and, and, the, and the talk about Black Lives Matter at the moment. You know, white people are opening up their minds regarding racism as well and um it, it's genuinely nice to see a company like latch try and do their best with representation and i guess i want to finalize this this podcast and leave our listeners with um something from you which is do you have any, any advice for any disabled creatives out there who could um if do you have any advice for any disabled creatives who who are struggling right now who need some help whether that's just maybe talking about their disability or if it's just in their career right now maybe they're stuck whatever it is if there's any create disabled creators out there listening to this you know i'm sure they'd love your advice on something the the thing is i thought i did think about this question um when you initially asked me and i can't say that i have advice that is going to apply to all people with disabilities in the creative industries because they're so unique they're so different one person to the next is going to have an entirely different experience um but i will say that you should never lose sight of the fact that you are permitted to everything that a person without disabilities is permitted to have um you know you should be allowed to go into a music venue with your friends and have a great time and know that you're going to be um able to access the toilets and the exits and not have to struggle with stairs and have a great time as well you know because that's really that's the whole point about music is it's enjoyment um and it's not it's not it shouldn't just be in the hands of people with disabilities either it's also in the hands of employers and especially those who don't have disabilities that if you know someone in your company has a certain thing, go and do the research and find out what, how it affects them or potentially how it affects them and what you could do to improve the working environment and not just be asking them all the time to come up with the solutions because you're, you're the boss. You should do that. You should look after your team. I love that. I love that so much. So, Yes, absolutely. So to anyone listening um, to this podcast, if you need any advice, anything like that, everyone at Liberty is here for you as well as everyone I'm sure at Latch is available, is, is there for you if you need it. 
um, as I'm sure you'll probably hear from the intros and the outros that we'll do for this podcast. We'll plug our social medias and all that type of stuff, and um, and so you can, so everyone can hear where, where to reach out for Liberty. But in terms of you, Hannah, where can we reach you? Where can we find you if someone wants to get in, get in contact with you and to figure out about their career and stuff? Absolutely, yeah. I would absolutely. I would love to hear from people and their experiences. Um, so please do drop me an email. It's hannah at latchmedia.co. Amazing, amazing. Well, so I'll finalise this podcast by saying that I myself have had a disability since I was six years old and it's been a, a blessing but also a curse at times and I have to admit that it's made my career better. I've been, I've been able to experience things that I wouldn't have been able to experience with being a just by being open and honest about my disabilities. So to anyone out there who is listening right now and who is scared about their disability or maybe being honest and open, I can guarantee you that even though it is scary right now, it will benefit you in the long run. But there is also no pressure to talk about it. If you are not ready, that's absolutely fine. But I hope this podcast has been, has been a platform where we can help you. Uh, maybe you know, I'm sure myself and Hannah will have more of these discussions in the future and I seriously hope that if there are, if there's anyone who is struggling right now, has been able to listen to this podcast and has been able to smile at least and be be able to figure out that there are disabled people in this in this um, creative career of ours and that we there are discussions about this. So uh, yeah, thank you, Hannah, for doing this. I do appreciate it. Thank you so much, Josh. No worries. You've been listening to Liberty Music PR's podcast with myself, the co-founder, Beadamic. For more information about any of the topics mentioned in this episode, please reach out to me personally or via any of our social media channels at Liberty Music PR. Liberty Music PR is a global agency offering independent playlisting, distribution, creative partnerships and digital publicity. If you're interested in working with us to promote your music, feel free to get in touch today.